Hi, I'm Camille. I'm a lifelong fan of Supernatural. I'm Miranda, and I'm watching the show for the first time. Join us as we watch a new episode every week. Welcome to our Supernatural podcast, Ramble On. Welcome to our super epic Supernatural podcast, the podcast where we just went on a completely unexplained and unannounced months-long hiatus, and now we are back, baby, and we are completely unprepared for this episode. You would think that we would have had the time to get our minds right, to maybe even watch the episode, uh, to prepare, but you know, that is not the nature of of this podcast, and if you expected us to do something like that, then honestly, you're a little bit foolish. This this week, we watched episode, oh god, what is it? Episode, season one, episode 14, Nightmare, in which Sam has a very troubling nightmare. Um, perhaps that's where the name of the episode comes from. Uh, we will explore that and many more ideas and concepts in this podcast. So, Camille, I just want to ask you, what would you rate this episode or or how do you feel about this episode? I think it was good. It was good. I like the, it's, it's beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Camille, wait. Okay. Can you just tell me how long ago you watched this episode? Mm, Okay. When did we, when did we have our last episode? Let me, let uh, me search this up. April. It was in May. I think it was May 17th, if I'm remembering correctly. Let me see. Um, then it was a week it. after that. Okay, so it is currently August 6th. Um, you know, I have every second of Supernatural ingrained in my brain, so I remember. Okay. I, you know what? I believe you on that. Actually. I remember the name of the kid, even. His name is Max. Okay, do you remember the name Isn't of the right? brother who gets decapitated? There's no brother that gets decapitated. Oh, his Camille. uncle? Camille, you cannot tell me you remember this episode and then say that there's nobody who gets decapitated in the episode because there is literally a guy who gets decapitated in this episode. It's yes, one of the main parts. It wasn't his brother. It was his uncle. Well, let me explain my question in a way you'll understand since, you, since okay. I'm not... Uh, okay, so the name of his uncle, do you remember? No. Okay. <laughs> the uncle's name, and this is not important at all. It's okay that you don't remember it. The, de- the decapitation thing is troubling to me that you don't remember. Mm-hmm. But Oh, I remember he gets decapitated. He stuck his head out the window. And I remember yeah. because that was the setting of that was very like odd to me how they were in like an apartment, but it, but they were looking, the windows looked into like an interior almost. It looked like. But oh, I yeah, guess it was, it like was a just courtyard the almost. side of another building. Yeah, it was strange. Yeah, that was kind of weird. It, it reminds me of uh it reminds me of like an old movie, like a like Rear Window maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I've never seen oh, Rear, Win- Rear Window though. <laughs> we both took film study with the same teacher in high school. I'm telling you, that's why we're thinking of the same movie. We're we're we've been encoded the mm-hmm. same way. Yeah. We have been. Did we watch that in film study? No, we watched like Nosferatu. 
and a bunch of westerns. <laughs> I don't know why we had to do a western unit, but to go from German silent film to westerns. I would say silent film was my least favorite. Westerns, maybe my second least, but you know, I, I like some of them actually. And we watched The Seven Samurai when we watched uh, Westerns, which was really good. I did too. No, Horror, horror Unit was my favorite. Oh my god. I, I took a um, class in college called American Horror Film. One of my favorite classes I've mm-hmm. ever taken. So good. Didn't you used to be in film study? No, I considered it. I, I, I considered it and I took a class, a film class, but it was so boring that it kind of soured me on the whole thing. Because oh, I think American so nice. Horror Film was so fun. And then I took I took this mm. class where we had to make our own movie, but my group like cast me as the lead and I had to like wear this crazy cowboy hat and mustache <laughs> and I had to die on camera. And then we had to screen it to the whole lecture hall. And I was kind of like, this is not really my scene, you know? Like, this is not really my vibe. This is not really me. Like, I don't know why they cast me as the lead, how they met me and thought this person is, this This is the best chance for us to get a good grade is to make they this person. They saw your, your YouTube channel. <laughs> that would, I think that would present even more of a problem. And I don't even think I had a YouTube channel <laughs> like, then. This person would wear a mustache on camera. <laughs> okay, well, that is true about me. I will <laughs> Okay, so I had a question to start out this episode with I wrote down one question I'm going to tell you my notes aren't very good for this episode I I feel kind of tired I've been doing yard work all day you know building a road in my backyard like one does but um Camille Mm -hmm. let me ask you this and this is really important and and I want you to be honest or to lie if you think that would be more entertaining you know take it however you want it but have you ever had a prophetic dream yes Really? Okay, I don't know if you're lying or not now. The other night, in fact. No, 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 not at all. I had one the other night, in fact. I don't know how much you watch the news. I had a dream. Okay, this is this is very like it's kind of disturbing. So I had a dream that someone attacked our metro system, like a terrorist, and at one of the metro stops, and I don't think it was with a bomb. But it was an English person, and then it, like, ignited this whole <laughs> world war. Okay, this is starting <gasps> to sound not prophetic. <laughs> I really hope it's but... <laughs> not, but continue. <laughs> anyway, the next morning I woke up, and there had actually been an attack on at the Pentagon at the bus metro stop there. So that was my most oh. recent one. Your most recent one? Do you have one that really sticks mm-hmm. with you to where you're like, I really can't explain this at all? Mm. I've had a few that are like a little more personal about like people in my life uh, dying that have later died, but I can't, I can't remember any more significant ones because those <laughs> ones stuck out the most, obviously. But, I, you know, I looked it up because I was like, I, I don't really believe in that kind of stuff. And I was looking it up and I'm like, you know, is this just some kind of cognitive trick or whatever? And people were saying, they were like, yeah, you probably have dreams like that often. And you just remember the ones, those ones stuck with you because they happened to kind of come true. You know? So that's definitely mm-hmm. what happened to Sam. And uh, he's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, you are such a skeptic. You're a skeptomaniac. 
Hmm. <laughs> Skeptomaniac. <laughs> what about you? I once had a prophetic dream about a David Dobrik vlog. <laughs> That's my most really? jarring prophetic dream. Mm -hmm. And it was weird was because it? I had this dream and it was like, this is back in the day. I, you know, whatever about David Dobrik now, I don't like him, but Mm -hmm. back in the day I used to watch David Dobrik and I had this dream where he was filming a vlog and there was an explosion there was fire and then specifically he okay. who's one of the guys who's always in his vlog got hurt and I woke up and I was like that was really weird and I just felt like such a weird mm -hmm. dream that I told Abby about it because I had this thought in the back of my head I was like if this comes true I want proof <laughs> like I want someone to know that I dreamed this and then yes. three days later, he uploaded a video, a firework went off, a fire started, Heath fell down, Heath got hurt. And I was like, I literally, mm -hmm. I mean, that could be a coincidence, but it was like the same exact thing that I dreamed happened. And it was the same yeah. people, the same scenario, the same location. And I was like, mm -hmm. and I said to Abby, I was like, I told you about this. Mm -hmm. And Abby was like, yeah, you're psychic. So I guess I just have like psychotic visions all the time. And I kind of am a psychotic future. And... I had those too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I, yeah. What I was also reading is that sometimes we pick up on kind of subconscious cues in our everyday life. And maybe, for instance, in that David Dobrik dream, you, you know, your subconscious realizes that he does a lot of dangerous stuff in his vlogs that people sometimes I don't know get if my hurt. I think my main um, brain realizes that. <laughs> Just like, I, I guess like when I was looking up, you know, why, why did I have dreams about my loved ones dying right before they died? And it was like, well, you might know that they're getting sick or they're getting old and, you know, things like that. So... You want to know something really so Sam, scary? Listen up. Yeah. Tell me. My, I had a family member, and this was before I was even born, but I had a family member who mm -hmm. died in a house fire. And the night that she died in the house fire, my great grandmother woke up out of her, out of a dead sleep and started screaming, um, mm -hmm. get my baby out of that fire. Get my baby out of that fire. Oh my God. And she had... Oh, my um, God. Yeah. And she had Alzheimer's at the time. So people thought, mm -hmm. you know, it was just like one of those things where you're like trying to calm her down and get her to go back to bed. But isn't that kind of like, how yeah. do you explain that? That's spooky. No, that is spooky. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder about sometimes. I wonder if people kind of have a, what is it called? Preternatural ability? I'm, I think it's I'm definitely thinking, possible. Like in my rational, logical mind, I'm like, somehow we're picking up on things subconsciously that we don't realize that allow us to kind of deduce what might happen in the future. Well, and I think like we as humans, we have a lot of dreams. Mm -hmm. And some of them happen to be, you know, using our powers of deduction. <laughs> There's this new study that came out that showed um, that when you're working on a task with somebody, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you need to be close or already kind of close with the person or not, but when you're working on a task with somebody, your brainwaves can actually sync up together. Like that's almost something where if, if there wasn't cool. science behind it, 
that would sound like mm-hmm. you would be like, no, I don't really believe that. Like if someone was like, oh, our brains yeah. are. And um, I think there's something in physics and I could be totally wrong about this. So take this with a grain of salt, actually cut a grain of salt in half and then get rid of half of it. Take it with that amount of salt. But there's something in physics where it doesn't matter the distance between certain like elements. Like if one thing activates, another thing will activate. So I feel like maybe like there are connections between people or between things where if something mm-hmm. happens, you can sort of like maybe the senses that we're really attuned to, like the senses like right in front of me, I, I obviously would not be able to tell something is happening to somebody or somebody's thinking of something. But because there's this connection, maybe something gets activated and we just don't understand that aspect of our existence or consciousness yet, which I think that is really interesting. Like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's going to get yeah. explained through science. Oh, the mystery of science. I know. I can't wait. I love it when there are new discoveries, and I can't wait to find out what happens in the future with science. <laughs> Ever on. since I was a kid, I was, like, looking forward to the future because I'm like, I, I wonder what's going to happen in the future and new inventions and new discoveries and people going to space and all that. Yeah, doesn't it drive you crazy how uh, there's going to be a million lifetimes after our own of stuff that we're never going to know about? No, I know. I know. I hope when I die, I can like can continue to watch the world, you know? Is that you? That's what you said. You said that to me. You said when you die, you just want all the answers to everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope yep. that for you, Camille. Thank you. I don't know. Maybe I'll regret it. Maybe it'll make me sad to know everything. Well, I, can you upset. know everything? Is it possible to know everything? I mean, I feel like everything you learn just unveils new questions. I feel like that's the human nature. That's true. I think if there were some supernatural entity, though, like God, or I mean, God is supposedly all knowing. So I guess God could answer any questions that I would have. <laughs> well, sitting at the round table with God. We should get God on our podcast in the afterlife because God would know so much about the subtext of supernatural if God is all knowing. Yep. <laughs> you would have all the answers. God, at what point exactly did, did Castiel fall in love with Dean? And answer honestly, man, I know you know it. I know you know, you crazy old coot. <laughs> yeah, I just... I. I'm excited for what the future holds. I don't know. I mean, things are kind of sucking right now and it looks kind of grim, but hopefully things get a little better. (laughs) Well, thankfully the world has our podcast to bring joy to it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, even now, like, the the technology that we have that, like, I have right now, like, with my little laptop with the touchscreen and all the cool stuff that I have. You know, like when I was a kid, I never would have thought that, you know, touch screens were so amazing to me <laughs> when I was younger. That is true. We were kind of, we were around for the first iPhone. I mean, I remember when everybody had mm-hmm. Blackberries, like my friend's moms would be driving yeah. me around to swim practice and they'd be like texting on their Blackberry, not even watching the road. I remember that. And I, it was hard to text <laughs> on a Blackberry. <laughs> Much more dangerous yeah. than texting on an iPhone. <laughs> Do you remember when you had to text by, like, pressing the button, like, three times to get to yes. the letter? Yes! Yes! That was the worst. Oh, my God. That was character building. That was it character was. building. <laughs> oh, I miss... I still have my phone that does that. I was going to switch back to it, but uh, 
I that was me. I was crazy back then. I'm sticking with my iPhone. It was just it would take forever. But we learned to do it quickly though. It would still take me forever. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't think I remember like how to do it. But maybe the muscle memory is still there. Maybe. Maybe you should switch back. I've been thinking about getting a dumb phone, but I, I like the calendar functions on my iPhone too much to ever go back, I think. Because it's nice yeah. to have something that pops up and reminds me and it's like, oh, it's time to leave for this thing that you have scheduled. I just need my iPhone because I need to like rigorously go through the menu of any restaurant before I get there. Otherwise, like I can't handle it. I can't go through the drive through for the first really? time at a restaurant and not know what I'm going to get. Yeah. What the hell? Is it, it like I a can't. social anxiety thing or are you picky? No, I, it's a social anxiety thing. Okay. Okay. Because I was like, I don't think you're that picky. No, I'm not picky at all. I'll eat a sandwich off the ground if it looks good enough. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm just, I like, I need to know what I'm going to order before I go through the drive-thru. So if it's, I, I need my yeah. phone. Like, I need I my think phone. I drive people crazy when I go through the drive-thru with them. Because they'll pull oh, up no. and I'll have no idea what I want. <laughs> Camille! Oh my god. You are so, like... You have this like lackadaisical thing about you where I just like it. You, I I can tell your mom grew up in the south. Like I can just tell. Like you have this like. <laughs> like I can I can envision it so perfectly. Like you in the drive through, just like, hmm, what is this good? Like, <laughs> you know what I saw something of the other day about the kind of city that DC is. It says we all we have the um. Oh gosh, I, re- I wish I could remember what the exact phrasing was they said we had the a northern charm and southern efficiency (laughs) southern efficiency it's that i mean are they saying we're very inefficient yeah oh i get it i get it now it just clicked in my head okay yeah that's funny okay i have a question for you i have a question Yes. And we might be able to get some mileage out of this because we've gotten a lot of mileage out of pretty much nothing so far. (laughs) So this will give us something to go off of. Um, What is your opinion on the priest's outfits? I know it's sort of like a fandom consensus that people find it very Mm -hmm. hot. I'm wondering what your personal opinion Mm -hmm. is as a devout child of the Lord. I don't have... (laughs) So the church I grew up in, like the... I guess, well... I think only Catholics really have priests. We had preachers, and oh well, the sorry, priests. I don't call know. them pastors. No, the the Catholics they have priests, and they wear like a very specific uniform. Um, our preachers just wore these like long robes, that were, yeah, they were just robes. So I I never grew up seeing any like priests besides on TV, so I have no. It didn't invoke any feelings in me <laughs> either way. <laughs> Have you seen the the gag reel, though, for this episode? I feel like I've seen gifs of it, no, but no, I've never watched a gag reel of Supernatural. I did see, um, not to derail your point, and mm-hmm. we'll circle back around to whatever you're about to say, but I did see a post okay. about, like, someone who posted on Reddit, like, complaining that they were a crew member, and they're like, I worked on this show, and the actors would purposely mess up for the gag reel, and then someone was like, that sounds just like Supernatural, LOL, and the person responded, and they're like, yeah, it was Supernatural. How did you know that? (laughs) 
<laughs> yep. Um, yeah. That they have a lot of gags in that show. I think it kind of got reduced near the later seasons, but the gag reel for this episode is they show up to the door and they have their like sexy sleeveless priest outfits on. <laughs> oh, I have seen that. You know what? I don't think sleeveless is that hot when it's a shirt that's supposed to have sleeves. You got to have the framing of a tank top for sleeveless to be hot. Mm. I like see. Those- yeah. Like, it just looks kind of weird, I think. And, and you know, I'm always kind of, yeah. like, usually right about everything. So, uh, you know, <laughs> mm, my opinion right. kind of goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. all right. I can cross that note off. <laughs> Priest outfits. Have you ever had a prophetic dream? Okay, I have a serious question. Okay. If the demon... Oh, maybe I shouldn't ask you this as a question. Well, I was wondering if the demon gave Sam these powers, is the demon controlling Sam's powers? Like, can the demon control what Sam Mm. is having visions about? What specifically Sam sees? Oh, kind of like Voldemort. Yes, kind of like Voldemort. Okay, I see. Like, because that would be a pretty easy way to control sam like give him a vision like yeah he went right to this guy so i'm wondering well oh man this is so hard the dynamic of this show because do you feel like you can answer that um i ca- i think i can tell you that no the the powers are kind of all his now he pretty much has control over them um, I think you can tell that they've been getting stronger as time has gone on. Mm-hmm. And I, do, I don't think that is controlled by the demon either. Then what is the damn point? <laughs> I'm, I feel You'll like I'm see. missing something. You'll see. I will see. <laughs> All right. So why do you think that Sam had visions but as far as we could see, Max didn't have any kind of visions, right? Well, okay. This is interesting because maybe maybe it manifests in different ways based on what the person needs or what the person is doing. Like maybe Max's powers manifested as... Because it seems like Sam has some sort of ability, telekinesis, is that what it is? To move objects with his mind? Yeah, so we see that moment where... He opens the closet door in a moment of duress. Yeah, and that came out when he was like, like he said, it came out like a punch. So maybe it's like they have this certain, I don't know, within them, but it manifests itself in different ways. Like Max is having these Mm -hmm. sort of violent um, urges that are manifesting in him being able to move objects and, and do sort of what he is really wanting to do to defend himself. And Sam is wanting to help people or save people and that's sort of his inner being i guess oh, maybe. yeah yeah and that's why it's coming out in that way that's my little theory of the day oh that's interesting like sam it's kind of sam's will that he sees these visions so that he can help people i never thought of it that way well i am a sherlock alumni the uh <laughs> the the powers are kind of a uh, they're they're under their control they aren't being controlled by the demon so that would make sense if his dreams were kind of subconsciously under his control 
I found it interesting that this is the first episode that his visions did not come true because we saw in the previous ones they did. I remember you asked me, do you think Sam can change what he sees? And in this episode, we Mm -hmm. find out that he can. Because before it didn't Mm -hmm. seem like, it it seemed like he was just doomed to witness what he was seeing. Yeah. Um, But now we see that. Mm -hmm. And do you think that's because his powers are getting stronger now? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Does his, does his, um, hmm. I'm curious. I want to know, like, is he ever able to get his ability to move objects under control? Or do am I not destined to know that? You know, I can't really remember another time that he really uses telekinesis. It seems more like his focus is on his prophetic visions. If he's so prophetic, <laughs> then why does he think it was his dad who was taking care of him and not Dean? That seems pretty not <laughs> prophetic to me. Do you think Dean has kind of seen the value in Sam's powers now, or do you think he's still really uncomfortable with it? Well, okay, this is something I wanted to talk about, because you have Dean in this episode. He wants to kill Max. He's like, let's go, let's go kill this motherfucker. Bang, bang. That's it. Like he's, which is weird because so Dean is attributing the fact that this kid has telekinesis as uh, justification mm-hmm. to kill him and and I guess maybe that's part of Dean's like storyline of being so f- is does he have a storyline of being so afraid of the supernatural or not afraid but I think that's a huge like overarching like character trait of Dean's <laughs> it's that he doesn't like anything that's not human and he is very black and white in his thinking about the supernatural so, and does that change does that develop yes eventually because um, I, I was just thinking yeah. like if if that's happening it's to Sam, though. yeah, because mm. if that's happening to Sam, and you're saying that th- that this kid having those powers is justification to kill him, but you're saying that mm-hmm. to Sam, who's going through the same thing, that to me was kind of yeah. It seems like he's still almost in denial, or almost thinks that this is something that can like be cured from Sam, or that Sam that's not actually a part mm-hmm. of Sam. I don't know. Yeah. Because Sam definitely sees a connection between him and Max. He doesn't separate himself from from his powers. And he doesn't necessarily think it's evil. Whereas Dean is like, uh, something's up. Something's not normal. You know, everyone that's not normal, they get shot. You know, <laughs> except for Sam. Maybe so. shot me down. I think maybe it's starting to challenge Dean's worldview a little bit. I mean, it has to be, right? Hopefully. I know the problem is so far, you know, Max has been, Max is killing people. So in Dean's mind, he's like, oh, this is justification. Well, would Dean be justified if someone was possessed and they were killing people? Would Dean just bang, bang? Would, would he think that's okay? No, I don't think so. Because, I mean, they, they exercise the demons out of people. So they're just trying to stop, like, the murder of innocence, I guess. <laughs> Even though the people that Max were, the people that Max was killing weren't exactly innocent, but okay. So, what do you think about the end of the episode? <laughs> so, we have this character Max who has been abused his entire life by his dad and his uncle, and his stepmother basically just watched it and didn't do anything. So, Max decapitates yeah. his uncle, he suffocates his dad, mm-hmm. and then he's going to stab mm-hmm. a knife through his stepmother's eye. But in the end, Max yeah. ends up killing himself rather than killing his stepmother. 
do you i mean yeah do you think a better a more just ending to that story would have would have been to let max would have been for max to live and kill his stepmother because somebody died anyways so were dean and sam like did they do any good here really i mean him killing his stepmother wouldn't fix the past (laughs) it wouldn't you know it wouldn't be helpful at all it's just the, annoys the me that she would like, be if no one dies. Mm-hmm. That is true. I mean, he still murdered people, whether they, I don't know, if you kill your abuser is a murder, but regardless of whether he had powers, he killed people. They couldn't have just let him go, and it would be hard to prove that he killed these people. And, you know, I guess the question is, where does it stop? He goes, I mean, well, I killed my stepmother because she witnessed it. Is he going to go kill his old neighbors because they knew something was going on and, you know, police or his teachers at school for not noticing? And where does the responsibility really lie in that situation? Okay, yeah, you're right. I I, I was being very foolish before. (laughs) But do you think he could have gotten away with... (laughs) Do you think he could have gotten away with stabbing his stepmother? I feel like that's much harder. He would be a suspect in that death. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I don't think he was really, I don't think he really planned that one out that well. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I mean, if you have powers like that, you should be able to just get away with it. But he was being a little bit unhinged. I guess they wouldn't find any prints on it. Mm. So you could say like she fell into it. I don't know. (laughs) She fell into it. (laughs) She fell into a knife through her eye. (laughs) I think in Dean's mind, his mindset he's like i had to prevent more people from dying this is the way i do it yeah no guy well i'm not um saying that they shouldn't have tried to stop him i'm just saying narratively it's kind of it's pretty actually i feel like dissatisfying that the stepmother got to live and this kid was like driven to kill himself and and i i was thinking Do you feel like he would have done all this stuff if he didn't have those powers? Like, would he have murdered his family if he didn't have Uh, those powers? Honestly, he kind of gave school shooter vibes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's true. He did. He did. I feel like it it was just a way to give him the power. I think if he had a gun, though, he might have done the same thing. I don't know. It was easier for him to get away with it. Morally, though, I don't think he would (laughs) have... made a different decision if he didn't have powers but he didn't need to use his powers to kill them i mean he really didn't the way he killed them i mean decapitating his uncle that was a little dramatic i mean this kid was seriously on some weird shit but he didn't need to be using his powers i don't yeah like i feel like that's a way to sort of distance yourself from what you're doing maybe in a way that he was using his powers to do it yeah yeah that makes sense Okay, well, I'm fresh, Camille, I'm fresh off of being on a Sherlock podcast where we talked a lot about character mirrors. And I was wondering, do you think Max is a mirror? I know that Sam feels a connection to Max, but do you feel like Max is a mirror for Dean? Because isn't there, is it Fanon no, or is it Canon? I think he's, he's definitely a Sam mirror in this episode. What were you about to say, though? Is it a fan conception that John would hit Dean or is that a Canon thing? I think that's more of a fan conception. I think it wasn't ever... I mean, he was... In canon, he was 
neglectful toward them. And it was heavily hinted at, but honestly, you could make the case for him abusing them both. So I think a lot of fans' interpretation was that Dean took the brunt of the abuse or all of the physical abuse, especially due to some of the comments that Sam makes. I think he even talks about it in this episode and he goes, well, at least dad never hit us. Yeah, he does make that comment in this episode, right? He makes a comment like that, like, oh, things could have been different. Like, thank God we had dad. And Dean kind of reacts weirdly to it. And then directly after you have Dean saying, as long as I'm around, nothing bad's going to happen to you, which to me is kind of like, Dean's like pushing back a little bit against Sam being like, thank God we have dad. Dean's like, no, thank God you have me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I They never, they never confirm any kind of physical abuse. I, yeah, really the only thing you could say is for sure in the canon is that he neglected them and he would leave them alone without any money or any food. What a great, what a great guy. What, <laughs> what a, a great, great guy. guy. Is there ever a Zaxby's product placement in this show? Uh, not that I know of. <laughs> Do you like Zaxby's, Camille? I've never had it. I've had it twice and it's I love chicken, it. chicken, right? Yeah, chicken. Mm. I had a chicken sandwich today. It was the best chicken sandwich of my life. It, it was the kickin' chicken sandwich. It's a fan fave. And mm-hmm. it's on mm-hmm. Texas toast and the toast is so buttery and the chicken strips mm. have ranch and hot sauce on them. And it's like, it's like a sandwich. You have to lose all your inhibitions to eat. It's so messy. And I just love that sandwich <laughs> so much. Okay, well, let's move on past that. Sorry. Okay. It, I just feel bad that Sam and Dean have probably never had Zaxby's. But oh, I guess I'm sure they, they have. Oh, you think so? Probably. They've probably had every like roadside highway fast food there is. What do you think their favorite is? Pies R Us? Mm. <laughs> well, Dean really likes burgers and pie. Hmm. Sam likes avocado salad, I feel like. Yeah, like he Sam's likes a, kind of a, a nice little cut. Yeah, like he likes a nice little California Caesar or like a Cobb salad and he eats the the hard-boiled <laughs> eggs first. He eats the hard-boiled eggs first <laughs> by themselves. That's my perception of Sam. That's gross. Yeah, I just um, told you that's my perception of Sam. I feel like I feel like Dean would like somewhere like a five guys kind of place with really greasy burgers. Oh no, not five guys. I'm an anti five guys, you know. What? I what used to love five guys. No, no, no. Listen, hear me out. Let me speak <laughs> my case. Five guys doesn't I used to love five guys. I don't know if something changed. I don't know if I matured, if I grew up, but they do not season their burgers correctly. It their burgers are bland. What? Their burgers are bland. No. Yup. I would I prefer McDonald's over five guys. Oh, not McDonald's. Well, I know you have, I have a, a traumatic... vendetta against McDonald's. <laughs> I know. I know you do. Camille has had a vendetta against McDonald's ever since she went there in like high school and got and threw up the next day or, or the day after or like a few hours later. Is that why? Yeah. So that happened to me twice. I threw up after eating McDonald's. Once I just got sick and I had eaten a bunch of McDonald's beforehand. And the other time I got a migraine and I threw up <laughs> and I just, I cannot, I will not eat McDonald's fries. The only thing I, I think I've had a few times, maybe one or two times since then is I've had their chicken nuggets, but I still don't like them that much. And I've had a few bites of like a Big Mac. 
Oh, I love McDonald's. But can't stand their fries. It's got this like bitter, fatty taste to it. And the smell of their fries just makes me nauseous. Oh my God, Camille, you're pissing me off right now. Like, I can't believe you're saying this. It's like, makes me like, what is going on? Now I know how you felt okay, when I just I will on say five their guys. Cokes, their Cokes, though, are excellent. I love oh, McDonald's Cokes. Do you know why their Cokes are excellent? It's because of the ratio of like the syrup or whatever, right? Yeah. And they have a deal with, uh, they have a deal with Coca Cola where. I think they get the Coke in like these special containers that preserves it better or it's kept at a certain temperature. Okay. I don't know, actually. Uh-huh. But yeah, McDonald's it's, takes it's their just, Coke seriously. It's so refreshing. Yeah. Oh, I love a McDonald's Coke. Coke. I'm like a Coke connoisseur and, and McDonald's Cokes are pretty much number one, I think. Oh, you can't get better. You cannot get better than, than a McDonald's Coke. You really can't. I mean, nothing in the world. I'm not even talking like just in terms of Coca-Cola. <laughs> like there's nothing in the world better than a McDonald's Coke. Full stop. <laughs> and don't try and argue that point with me. <laughs> I won't. I won't even argue with that one. But Camille, what fast food do you eat if you don't eat McDonald's? Like, I'm confused. You don't I really eat, eat fast food. You eat Wendy's? Camille! Yeah. No, no, you get no. four for four? It's a good no. deal. No, 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 no. Camille, just stop. Just What's stop. wrong with Wendy's? I don't like Wendy's. Everyone everyone shits on me for liking Burger King a little bit, but I, I've never heard someone being upset about me liking Wendy's. Oh, no. I can get Abby on the podcast right now, and she will tell you we do not like Wendy's here. Oh, God. Wind- What's wrong Wendy's? with Wendy's? I just don't think Wendy's is good. I don't like Wendy's. I don't like their prices. I don't like that smug, smiling face of that good. woman. No. <laughs> No, they're not. They're not good. Listen, let me tell you something, Camille. This is so serious. Okay. Wendy's is not good, and I need you to change the way you think about the world. Okay. Give me give me some reasoning, and I might change my mind. Oh, God. You're asking too much of me. This is like an emotional, <laughs> an emotional feeling I have, not a logical one. <laughs> I just don't get good vibes from Wendy's. Every time I've gone to a Wendy's, the energy okay. there is so toxic. Like, tell me you go to a Wendy's and you have go a- inside. Even in the drive-through, I don't have a good it's time like, there. Like, I've never been inside a Wendy's. And for see, Camille, there's something keeping you out. There's a part of your mind that won't fully give yourself <laughs> over to Wendy's. Like a McDonald's, you can go to McDonald's at midnight with your friends mm-hmm. after you've been like drinking, and you can sit there and have fun and eat food and have a, the time of your life. Wendy's, you cannot sit inside a Wendy's and have fun. You cannot be near a Wendy's and have fun. A Wendy's, a Wendy's wavers into the horizon and all of a sudden my day is ruined because I look at that place and I say, <laughs> what the hell is going on in there? Like the vibes of Wendy's make no sense. Their advertising makes no sense. Their food is like weirdly highly priced. They're it just pisses me off. And who even what? is Wendy? Okay, like, she has no get, backstory. Uh, you can get a burger, a chicken nuggets, fries, and a drink for $4 at Wendy's. That's a good deal. Well, I've never gotten the four for four, but I really just don't even like Wendy's. Uh, the one time I went to Wendy's... Okay. okay, let me tell you this story, Camille, because this is a horrifying story, and okay. I need you to hear it. One time I went to Wendy's, and I got myself a burger, okay. and I said, I'm going to Wendy's. I'm going to have. I'm gonna mm-hmm. try this out. I've always been against Wendy's. Let me try this out. I'm going to try Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was about to go into the movie theater with the swim team to watch a like, 
children's movie. I needed food so badly. I was starving. I got a okay. burger from the Wendy's drive-thru. I bite into the burger. It's ice cold because they put so many goddamn Ugh. toppings on it. And the toppings are kept like they want to be fresh or something. Dude, you cannot take mm. your toppings out of the fridge and put them on my burger. And I bite into my burger and it's ice cold. Camille, I threw that burger away. See, you know that's what? convincing. That's convincing. Oh, okay. I only just get like a regular like a junior cheeseburger. Like I'm not a toppings girl. So that's probably why you and I have a different experience at Wendy's. Hmm. Because all I get is like ketchup and mustard and cheese. Well, maybe I need to try that burger. Maybe we can meet in the middle. Okay. I just remember when I was a kid too, I hated Wendy's I, I don't agree Wendy's with like nuggets. their like baked potatoes and like Oh, chili. they're chili? They serve that. chili? Camille, why are you eating at a place so, that yeah. serves chili? They have a little red-haired <laughs> woman as their icon and they serve disgusting chili slop in a bucket. Tell me I've how that makes sense. i never had their chili. It doesn't make sense. Well, that's what I'm saying. Wendy's, the okay. The, I'll tell you my that. my favorite fast food. I like Chick Fil A. I know it's problematic, but I like Chick Fil A. I I will tell you, I've too. never gone to Chick Fil A and like had a bad experience. Like Same. I've never come out and been like, "This is shit." Like, and that happens with a mm-hmm. lot of fast food places. Like, yeah. you, occasionally you get a bad batch. Mm-hmm. Chick Fil A, it's it's been good every time. Yep. Um, I also like. This chicken place. Yep. Oh my gosh, I can't remember its name now. Uh oh. They don't have it up here. I used to eat it at JMU all the time. Oh my god. What are some fried chicken places? Keep thinking, girl. Uh, cookout? I don't know. Oh, I love cookout. Cookout. So love good. cookout. Yeah. Love cookout. Yeah. 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 Oh, cookout. I love you, cookout. What is the name of that chicken place? They have this, I think they call it dirty rice. And it has like little bits of sausage oh, no. in it. And it's dirty so rice. good. Dirty rice has liver in it. Well, this one didn't. It doesn't oh. have liver in it. And they their mashed potatoes so good. And they have biscuits. Bojangles. That's what it is. <gasps> oh, I love Bojangles biscuits. Oh, yeah. wow. Yep. Bojangles. Bojangles. So I would say... I would say Bojangles and Cookout are top two for me. Oh, love Cookout. Bojangles I can go without, but I have had like a ham biscuit from there and it was really good. Oh, I didn't even know they had ham biscuits. I think I did. I I got it in Tennessee when we were about to drive home, like for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Bojangles. But I love Zaxby's even more. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try mm-hmm. Zaxby's. I think they have one near where, where I'm going to grad school, so you got to try it. Get the... Well, Camille, I don't know exactly what your palate is. Like, I've always struggled to understand that. But I, I really like the kick and chicken sandwich. I'm a super taster. So Obviously I not if you like Wendy's. <laughs> I think this is a problem with super tasters is that sometimes fatty, greasy foods, they have kind of a bitter taste. Have you experienced oh. that? I don't know if I'm a super taster. I Have you ever done the test with the little paper that you put on your tongue? Um, are you talking about LSD? And if you taste it, you're a super taster? No. No. 
there's like a little okay you have to try it sometime they, it, they usually do it in like science class but i think I've done we it did but i don't remember it. i don't remember that do you like cilantro um but it's yes actually it's a different gene so the cilantro tasting like soap is a different gene than the super taster gene oh love cilantro i don't think cilantro tastes like soap my dad does feel bad for your dad <laughs> he says he can tolerate it like he'll eat it sometimes but he just doesn't like too much of it you know what's so funny is you could make your dad some food and then put soap in it and tell him it's just a cilantro in it. <laughs> it's just cilantro <laughs> uh, what i cannot stand is fennel i hate fennel so much oh i feel like i don't even know what that is i don't know what that tastes like a lot of the time it's in sausage or like lasagna. It's a little stripey seed. And they're the seed of the devil. The seed of the devil. The Ooh. In my mind. In your mind? <laughs> Do you know that one and sometimes they're on like everything bagels? Oh, some see, I don't get this. Everything bagels? Why would you put fennel on that? I know what you're talking about. Is it like it almost looks like a corduroy? Is that fennel? Yeah, maybe. It's striped. It's like a little, it's kind of pill shaped. No, it's like tapered on the end. I am, ima- I think I'm imagining the right thing. But let me look this up. You probably are. Yes. I just hate I- it. I know what you're talking about. I don't like when that's on bagels, mm. no. And celery seed, ugh. Ew, I hate celery. Tell- what do you think of celery? Tell me. <laughs> I don't like celery because of the texture. The taste isn't that bad, but celery seed is the worst. And they put it in, what did they put it in? Um, coleslaw? And I hate it when they do that. Oh, no. I, I love coleslaw, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can really tell we, we <laughs> this episode makes no sense. <laughs> oh, I'm, ha- I'm having a good time, though. It's... Is this still a podcast about Supernatural? Well, it's good that we're doing this because uh, we're having a guest next week, my friend from Tumblr. Who is very funny. I'm so excited. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good episode, but she doesn't watch Supernatural. She's going to watch The Benders. Okay. I was like, you have to come on for The Benders, because like, if you haven't watched Supernatural, mm-hmm. The Benders is like what you got to come on for. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good that this show isn't really about Supernatural anymore, because it'll just make things really easy for her. <laughs> like, we can just yell about Wendy's again. We can re-bring it up and see what she thinks. Okay, we should talk more about the episode. Oh, fine. What do you want to talk about? Did you like this one? Do you do you like where they're kind of going with the season? Because this is kind of emblematic of the first two seasons kind of have this uh, plot to them. Well, not this exact plot, but a lot of themes and a lot of elements from this episode are in others in the first two seasons. Look, I get it. This episode was fun. But I was kind of bored by this episode. I'm not going to lie. But maybe it's because I've like been watching. Not, not of the mom. I didn't think her acting was good. But the acting was yeah. okay. The mom was like, I thought Max was all right. I think it's another. Obviously, it was a Sam-centered episode. And unfortunately for me, I think Jared is definitely weaker actor. So sometimes mm-hmm. I just, he doesn't hit the emotional notes like as much as I would like but 
that's just me and most viewers yeah (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people feel like a really deep connection to sam i follow Uh, one of them i just i don't yeah ready and (laughs) i won't say their name but i sent their their blog don't expose them no, I don't want to send people their way because they, people might incur like some sort of mental damage by viewing their blog. I, I oh, sure gosh. did. Well, not everyone is like that. Not not every Sam fan is like weirdo. <laughs> no, I don't. I wouldn't even say weird. I would say extremely. Um, well, let's not talk about that. Uh, sorry, go back. Okay. You just continue on. Just sort of ignore what I'm saying. I-, I feel like that's usually the best thing for this podcast. I think people will feel a connection with Sam if they feel a little out of place, if they feel a little lost, if they yearn for independence and freedom. See, I feel I all of those what... things, but I don't feel a connection to Sam. Yeah. Maybe if you feel a little like, I don't know, definitely Sam is someone who wants to break away. Like I think Mercury. maybe he resonates more with a, a younger audience. Like he's got some of that teenage angst going on. I feel like, <laughs> like yeah. screw you, daddy. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> maybe I would have liked Sam if I watched the show when I was younger. Before I had been indoctrinated by Dean Tumblr. <laughs> it's hard to tell, but we're past I mean, that. Point. I watched it. I started watching the show when I was twelve, thirteen, and Sam just didn't really connect with me in that way. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe Sam is more interesting on paper. Like he's a character that should have a lot of depth, but I think they have a poor way of executing it sometimes. And I'm not sure what that is. Maybe they make it too obvious. Like you're not like with Dean, I'm constantly thinking about it. Like I'm like, oh, like imagining things. You gotta peel back the layers like an onion. Yeah, you like do it yourself. (laughs) But with Sam, it's like boom, 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 boom. This is what the show's about. Boom, boom. Here you go, here you go, here you go. It's like not that interesting to me. I'm like, okay, I get it. But there's nothing more to unpack really. With with Dean it's interesting because you think of a character who people like to project themselves onto and you Mm -hmm. think of a kind of a bland uninteresting character but but you know dean does have a lot of depth and a lot of personality Mm -hmm. and yet people seem to really like see themselves in him which is interesting i think it's because he's i think any character that's hurt but tries to hide it people will project onto like that's how it kind of is with sherlock yeah that's true maybe i should rewatch uh sherlock camille listen to me now (laughs) oh don't do it no please do do it i want you to watch and i want to talk about sherlock with you and maybe i really want you to experience sherlock because there's so many things i want to talk about sherlock with somebody who is experiencing it for the first time because sometimes i feel like okay i've seen it but i never really got that in depth with it so maybe that will be the same thing Oh my like, god, it's so good. Like, I can remember so certain elements of episodes, but... Camille, it's a love story. I'm back. I'm back. Remember when we first started this <laughs> podcast and I was, like, sort of, like, eh, about it? Like, I hadn't gotten back into it yet, but I'm back now. Yeah. I'm back. Oh god. Have you seen oh my god. Sherlock posts on Tumblr? <laughs> I've seen a few of them. Yeah, um, I'm back. It doesn't seem like there were that many, though. No, I'm trying to... I can't, I can't go full crazy yet because I... I Okay. I, I, are you t- are you tin hatting? 
<laughs> I have my, I am literally, Camille, I was on a podcast for three hours the other day talking about theories about it. Like, are you, okay, the question is, do you think there's going to be a season five? Yes, I do. And I have an entire huge theory okay. of my own about what was going on with season four that I okay. want to talk with you about. But I want to like, see it. I want to talk to someone from a fresh point of view. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll rewatch it. Oh my god. Is it still on Netflix? No, but I can send I I I I can hook you up. But I'm going crazy again, Camille. I feel like I feel like COVID has driven me to this <laughs> point. Like this would have never happened to me if COVID didn't happen. I mean, yeah. Running a supernatural podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I love our podcast though. It's a it's homey. <laughs> it is. We argue about Wendy's and talk about our prophetic dreams and sometimes mention the show yeah sometimes we even talk about the show yeah <laughs> we didn't talk about any of the crazy stuff that's happened in the supernatural fandom recently oh i do want to kind of get into that okay let's wrap up because with there was yeah there was a huge announcement um recently by jensen eccles himself that there will be a prequel series um about John and Mary. Oh, God. <laughs> that he is producing with his wife and also will be narrating. And there was a lot of backlash from the fans initially. And, and some of the actors from the show. Later that night, <laughs> so, <laughs> a certain actor from the show, Jared Padalecki, who plays Sam, apparently was not aware of this. Uh, and what do you think about that? So I think he's a little upset. It was hilarious. Well, Camille, what if I like started a supernatural podcast where I was just by myself, <laughs> just talking about the show, and I like announced it and ha- and didn't tell you anything about it? How would you feel? I would be a little upset. Yeah. Yeah, I get why he was upset, but I feel like to me, but it was still really funny. Oh, it was hilarious. It was so funny. It's re- it's hilarious. <laughs> but I don't mean to speculate, but they cannot be friends anymore, right? If he didn't know that. Oh no. I don't think they're friends anymore. Yeah. And that's kind of sad. I mean, for all Jared's faults, I think they used to be pretty good friends. But I guess uh, they've gone their separate ways now. So Aww. who knows? I, I would be very surprised if Jared is involved in this project at all. I don't think he will be. He should just go make his own show. Means, yeah, I mean, he has his own show. He has Walker, which he wanted Jensen to be on, but Jensen said no because he thought it was dumb. And I mean, I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> I guess oh, we're going to uh, piss the Jared I'm, people I'm off even, this episode. No, I know, I know. But like the fact that they film it, I'm pretty sure they filmed it in Austin, where which is where they both lived at the time. And Jensen said no. I mean, I think that was pretty telling because he's on the boys now which films in canada and so he's spending less time with his family because he's filming up there so i mean i think that was that was pretty telling when he didn't want to be on on walker because i don't think he would take that decision lightly to to leave his family to go film but i think that means since i think there's going to be no jared involvement in the show i think that means there will be little sam and dean content if at all which is kind of unfortunate because I, of all the characters I could make a, a series about to spin off, I, you know, in my opinion, John and Mary 
they've kind of already explored all there is to explore on Supernatural. So I'm not exactly sure where they're going to go with that. Do you see, I've seen people posting that they think it's going to be like a, uh, <laughs> they think Destiel is going to be a part of it. That is so sad. That is so sad. I'm so That's sorry. That's not going to happen. I'm so sorry to anybody who believes that. And I'm saying that as a Sherlock TJLC person. Do not get your hopes up about it being good, even. Just, uh, you know, the the most we can hope for is it's not bad. That I mean, mm. um, I'm I'm probably gonna watch it, and with the way things are going with television nowadays, it'll probably be canceled in one season anyway. So, I don't know, but maybe we'll have some good. Uh, I know there's a writer that's going to be on it that a lot of people like, so we'll see. I think, I, yeah, I'll, I'll probably watch at least the first episode. Uh, it could go in an unexpected direction. I just don't know at this point, I guess. Can I bring something up that I've I've been thinking about? Oh, also... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, one sec. Um, so there are two actors that on Supernatural have already played the young John and Mary and so far they have not been connected to the show which I found kind of surprising because the actor who played John Matt Cohen he's been pretty involved in the conventions and still friendly with a lot of those guys so I was kind of surprised to hear that he hadn't already been picked for the role but they I don't know they could be but I like him, so hopefully he will be on it. Okay. Can I move into something um, a little bit worse? Something that yes. you probably don't want to talk about? Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I recently found out something about Misha's upcoming poetry book that I think we could mention, oh. we could talk about, <laughs> we can, you know, shoot the shit about it. But as many fans know, Misha is publishing a book of poetry and I thought it was gonna be like poetry about sunflowers and trees and leaves and the wind coming in over a lake or something Mm, no I recently found out that it is a a erotic book of poetry and I just want to hear your your thoughts on that Camille I mean I was never planning on reading it and I'm still not so (laughs) I try not to get too involved in the the personal lives of the actors <laughs> you know what's so sad is i feel like my soul is dead because normally i would be thinking this is so hilarious but i just feel tired i just can't keep i can't <laughs> deal with this anymore is that what happens in the supernatural fandom like i just feel worn out i'm only 14 episodes in. yeah a lot of a lot of stuff goes on you know i thought it would kind of die down after the show ended but uh, it's only been getting stronger. <laughs> I think the only reprieve that we have is that Jensen hardly ever uses social media. But yeah, I, I you know, poetry, it's not really my thing in the first place. <laughs> so I think we should open every podcast by reading one of Misha's poems. I think people would not listen if we did that. <laughs> he already has some published poetry, actually. Is it erotic though? I'm I'm saying once the erotic stuff comes out. No. No. I, I is it all erotic or was that just kind of a rumor? 
Uh, from what I heard, it's listed as an erotic poetry book. I don't know if it can get mm-hmm. listed as that if it only has one in it or what, but if it's all erotic, that's <laughs> unhinged and it makes me change my opinion of Misha completely. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would get secondhand embarrassment trying to read poetry that a celebrity wrote <laughs> yeah that's why I, that's why I can't I can't read it it feels a little too personal and I feel like the nature of my relationship to Misha makes it so that it would make me so like just like what is that movie where the person gets squished like a is it the fly where someone gets squished I just feel like that would happen to my soul. What are you talking about? <laughs> Someone gets squished in like a compactor. And I think it's from the fly. It might be the original fly. But that's how they kill um, him. It gets squished. It's the alternate ending of Star Wars. Is that some sort of joke I don't get? Or is that really what happens in Star Wars? Have you seen Star Wars? In the trash uh, in the trash compactor? No, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't really watch Star Wars. The original trilogy? Mm, I don't know what you're saying. Okay, well, they get they get in the trash compactor. They have to escape. I thought Star Wars was like futuristic. What are they doing in a trash compactor? Oh, it's a long story. Okay, it's three movies long actually. Figure it out. <laughs> I, I'm not sure which movie it is. I think it might be the first though. So. Oh, well, I'm scared of going into a trash compactor. That's why I've never been in one. It's like a well, self-preservation. Well, I don't see any reason why you would be in one. Well, yeah, because I have, I'm have. i self-preserving. I'm protecting myself. Okay, Camille, I think we should. I mean, I'm scared of going down in the rails in the metro, but. Okay, yeah, good. <laughs> I am too. Uh, actually, I have a lot of anxiety about that. When I was a kid, I would almost start crying when we were at the Metro because- Why don't they have like freaking railings or something? It's so dumb. Like, I do not like it. I don't know. Like when I was- It's not as bad when you're above ground, but when you're underground, it's like, oof. I don't know. I think it's equal. Apparently in Asian countries, they have like these glass like doors that that open up when the train comes. So you can't fall into the tracks. Oh yeah, but that And I think they money. should have that here. That costs money. We gotta invest in the people. But listen, there's a Sherlock episode where they have to go down on the train tracks. So maybe I do actually love mm-hmm. going down onto train tracks. Okay. Okay, I think we should wrap this if up. If Sherlock does it, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> if Sherlock does it, I okay. can do it. That is so true. Camille, you're responsible for the outro, so I'm passing this off to you. But Okay. Well, thank you everybody for tuning back in to listen to our podcast even though it's been a while we'll probably be back next week no guarantee since i will be moving next week but the next time you hear us we'll be talking about hell house and i don't remember this episode at all so it's gonna be interesting to watch it again uh we'll see you later guys bye wait we're not watching hell house next week we're watching the benders oh we're watching the benders just kidding guys oh should i redo the outro (laughs) Uh, well, you, (laughs) no, let's just keep it real. Let's just keep it real. Okay. Okay, peace and love. We'll be watching the benders. Okay. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.